Chapter 9 of The Spiritual Life by Andrew Murray. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Christopher Smith. Be filled with the Spirit. Second Lecture. I want to conclude these addresses on the Holy Spirit and His work in us by a short summary of what that work is, showing the great and wonderful blessedness that the Holy Spirit brings to them that yield to Him. As my text, I mean to take again the words that we have had before. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18, Be filled with the Spirit. I think we have said that we are in very great danger when we read that text of thinking of the Holy Spirit coming in great power, under a conscious sense of His presence, with a great stir of the emotions, with a great revelation of the glory of God, with a great quickening of our power for work. And yet, very often, this is not the case. I used the illustration of a river being filled up at once by heavy storms of rain, or a river being filled very gradually. I might speak again of that same river. Sometimes it is filled by the rain coming down in torrents, causing great noise and turmoil, and that same river might be filled with the water running down from the melted snow on the mountains, so that there will be a calm-like, steady rising, silently, without any noise or disturbance. And so the Holy Spirit may come with noise as of the sound of a rushing wind, and with a wonderful thrilling throughout the whole being, yet many times he may come on the ordinary level of the daily life, and a man can live filled with the Holy Spirit just while he is walking along quietly in his daily duties. Then the great thing to know and understand is, what is it that the Holy Spirit will work in such a man? I want to give you three very simple answers. The Holy Spirit brings the presence of Christ, He gives the likeness of Christ, and the Holy Spirit works the power of Christ. First, the Holy Spirit is meant to give the presence of Christ. You know, dear friends, that during the three years of Christ's work on earth, to the disciples His presence was everything. Christ's presence met every trouble and supplied every need. When there were people around them, the disciples knew that they only had to say to Christ, Do help that woman, and it was done. There had been thousands around them without bread, and they wanted to send them away. But Christ had only to tell them to bring five loaves and two fishes, and the five thousand were fed. The presence of Jesus was the supply of every need. They were in the storm, and they cried, Master, we perish. The presence of Jesus in the ship was all that was needed. He said, Peace, be still, and there was a great calm. When he appeared walking on the sea, they were terrified, because they thought he was a spirit. It was only necessary for him to say, Be not afraid, and their hearts were set at rest. When they wanted instruction, guidance, or reproof, Christ's presence was their help. Everything depended upon having Christ with them. And now, in my life and yours, everything depends upon having Christ's presence with us. Christ's presence is very near and very clear, and if I can get up in the morning, and if I can go through the day, and if I can meet every difficulty with the secret consciousness that the Lord Jesus, the Almighty One, is with me, then I am prepared for anything, and my heart is kept in perfect rest and in great joy. 
but now christ was to go away to heaven and the hearts of the disciples were very sad but listen before he went away he said i am coming again i will not leave you comfortless he told them that it was by the holy spirit he was coming to them he promised them that he would pray the father and that he would send the comforter he told them that if they loved him they would keep his commandments and then he promised to come and manifest himself unto them and that both he and the father would come and take up their abode with them do you see that the lord jesus promised the holy spirit he promised in the first place above everything else this his abiding presence and this is what the believer wants and dear friends this is what our lives want we don't know what it is to walk with jesus as a little child walks with his father and i want to press this upon you the lord jesus is longing and willing to come so close to us and to stay so near to us that we can have his presence always this is not impossible don't think it jesus is able to give us the consciousness of his abiding presence and how does he do it he does it by filling us with the holy spirit this is the great work of the holy spirit to glorify christ remember the words john wrote when christ said he that believeth on me as the scripture hath said out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water but this spake he of the spirit which they that believe on him should receive for the holy ghost was not yet given because that christ was not yet glorified when christ was glorified when he had died and glorified the father and the father had glorified him in heaven then the holy spirit came as the spirit of christ to show us christ's heavenly glory and that is why christ says he shall glorify me he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you the holy spirit is able to fill me with a real deep sense of the presence of jesus christ and of his glory this is one of the essential roots of the christian life the presence of jesus you have heard of what is called in england the keswick movement keswick is in the north of england the friends who are at the head of this movement stand for what they call the beginning of the spiritual life their great object is to show christians how wrong and feeble their life is sometimes light and sometimes dark sometimes strong and sometimes weak and to point out a better way many admit that they ought to live a different life they are brought to the acknowledgement of what is wrong to earnest self-searching to give themselves up to god to be searched and when the consciousness becomes strong and deep of what is wrong then there is pointed out to them from god's word what the true life is they don't talk so much about the baptism of the holy spirit at those conventions but the most prominent thought is jesus christ is the savior from sin and he is able to keep you always they bring by god's help many to see that jesus requires one step this step only takes a moment you don't have to wrestle but just throw yourself in the arms of christ and let that living christ take hold of you never letting him go but having him with you all the day out at the cape i met a young missionary just returned from keswick where he had been greatly blessed i asked him what was the difference between his former life and now he said it was just the personal friendship of jesus this is it 
you know the lord jesus is such a dear friend he is such a heavenly friend and such a fountain of love that is if you get into the right relationship oh then you must do it the presence of jesus must be like the sunlight for the presence of jesus makes everything bright how can i get this so that i have the lord jesus always with me and i always know it and i never get out of the realization of it for a minute that is what christ longs for don't think he is content with the way most christians live he is such a lover he longs to be very near to us and have us holy for himself listen friends the way by which a man can always have the presence of christ is by the power of the holy spirit and what is that way why very simple a man must confess i have not been living as i should in close fellowship with jesus sometimes i have met him but just as often i have forgotten and forsaken him living after my own heart and although i have been kept from open sin there has not been that holy warmth of a man whose walk is with his lord the lord wants to have me always with him and the power of my lord is to keep me always with him and the presence of my lord is the only secret of a spiritual life believe this say it accept him thus in the fullness of his presence let me say that it is the wonderful purpose of god to make jesus present with me every day and hour dear friends if your hearts long to know jesus fully as the deliverer from sin as the comfort of your soul are you willing to confess all of the sin of the past bow down in shame and be willing to be cleansed in the precious blood are you willing to give up yourself to a life of unbroken communion with jesus oh that god might work a deep desire in our hearts and make us all ready to say i want a life of unbroken communion with jesus i want jesus to do the utmost he can for me i want his love to rule and work through me all day is it possible the answer comes have i not given the holy spirit have i not sent the holy spirit into your heart for this one purpose that he should always glorify jesus in you oh come believers you have the holy spirit within you now come and bow with shame and say oh god how little have i let the holy spirit manifest the presence of jesus forgive me father my heart responds and i want to open my whole being to him i want to yield entirely to him i want to be filled completely with the holy spirit that my whole being may be under his control so that he may have power to reveal christ always within me if you will ask that believe god's promises claim its fulfillment and say in deep humility and faith god is true the holy spirit is here the holy spirit can and will fill my heart i am going to expect this the presence of jesus kept in me wrought in me manifested in me by the holy ghost god help us dear friends the first work of the holy spirit is to reveal the presence of jesus second the holy spirit not only reveals the presence of jesus but he gives the likeness of jesus this is something additional when a young christian comes to understand what the presence of jesus is he finds how much there is of sin and flesh self and failure 
and shortcoming and even though he has said he consecrated himself very humbly and undividedly he is very conscious of how much there still is that has not been consecrated and sacrificed and the holy spirit will lead him on the disciples had the presence of jesus though they did not have his likeness he was humble they were proud he was unselfish they were selfish many want to have the presence of jesus to keep them up but they do not want to be entirely like him you cannot have that they will say i cannot expect to be too holy i want the presence of jesus very near of course but i don't expect to be very much like jesus the holy spirit comes to reveal the presence of jesus in you not as a separate person but as dwelling in your life and heart and disposition and character the holy spirit wants to reveal the very likeness of christ in you the characteristics and disposition of christ should all come to you what are these characteristics and what was his disposition i cannot mention all but it is a great thing when looking on christ's character to find out what is his chief virtue what is his chief characteristic the answer is very simple humility did he not say take my yoke upon you and learn of me for i am meek and lowly in heart and ye shall find rest to your souls did he not continually speak about the father saying the father hath sent me he wanted people to know that he was a servant he said in substance i am not my own master the words i speak are not mine i don't speak of myself i dare not speak one word of myself but what i hear i speak the works that i do i do not of myself but the father has shown me the works i can do nothing of myself christ's life was a life of absolute dependence upon the father to do nothing of himself but just to let the father teach him and let the father work in him and let the father carry out his will i seek not mine own honour but the honour of him that sent me there is another who honours my honour i don't take care of that i only take care of the honour of the father i came not to do mine own will i have a will but i gave it up i came to do the will of the father there was with him a certain self-abnegation he wanted to be nothing and god to be all his chief virtue was humility he gave god his place and glory and what is the place and glory of god that god should be all and in all christ came to man to take a humble place to live as nothing god told him what to do he tells the father just to work in him and show him what to do i am only to let god work out his purpose in me that is the humility of jesus that is the lamb of god some of you have never thought of that you have thought of his sacrifice for sin and especially his blood but you have never thought of his humility men must humble themselves and become nothing before god if they wish to return to him the lord jesus came from heaven and took that name the lamb of god that he might prove to man that he was the lamb of god in littleness meekness gentleness and humility and this is why paul said he humbled himself and became obedient unto death even the death of the cross 
he virtually said let it cost me what it will i will do anything i will die that god's will may be done deep humility was the spirit of christ and now when the holy spirit comes to us does he come to bring us a very different disposition you know the answer the holy spirit wants to bring the likeness of jesus in us deep dependence upon god this is what is wanted in the church of christ there is so much pride selfishness unloving and self-seeking may god help us to see the beauty of christ just to be in love with his humility and to believe that the holy spirit will breathe the humility of christ into us let me say something to you who are in earnest in seeking the filling of the holy spirit i have spoken to more than one take a very earnest young man he hears about this higher life he says i want to get it he struggles feels and wills and cannot get it why because there is a great deal of self-will and self-trust in all that fighting that is not the way to get it how did christ get the throne of glory by going down into the grave and god lifted him up to the throne there is the place to get glory you must sink down into death it looks so difficult for you to understand what we mean we tell you to be in earnest we tell you to wrestle and make every sacrifice we tell you to rest not till you get it then fall down and become nothing and yet both are true a man must set his whole soul upon the price and when he has struggled he must begin to feel all my struggling cannot help me and when that intense desire has been aroused he must fall down with helplessness and say lord here i am i can do nothing i lie down i die to self i am in despair when in utter despair the blessing comes dear friends the holy spirit is come to work out the likeness of jesus in your hearts remember as often as you read the likeness of jesus this is what the holy spirit is going to put into my heart whether it be self-sacrifice or whether it be humility gentleness or poverty before god oh do believe that the holy spirit is come to bring the likeness of christ in you when a soul has learned to look for this work with its blessings say lord i want thy presence lord i want thy likeness lord i want thy divine life god help me to have my whole life filled with the holy spirit god's answer be filled with the spirit third the holy spirit brings us not only the presence of jesus and the likeness of jesus but third the power of jesus we all speak about power for work and complain we have so little of it many of us are very earnest in prayer for the baptism of power many of us cry for more power all very good but remember power belongeth unto god and to him alone god has given the power to christ and christ has said all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth and there is not a shadow of spiritual power except in christ and christ cannot give me power as a thing to have in myself you all have been in some great manufacturing place or factory and seen the mighty engine which was the great fountain of power for moving all the machinery not a spindle or wheel has any power of its own 
it can only get power as it is in connection with the engine just so this christ is a great fountain of power he cannot communicate power to me if i have any secret power of my own carrying about if i want to be filled with the power of jesus as the machine must be in momentary connection with the steam engine so my soul must be in momentary connection with jesus the power is in him and he the living christ wants to work through me he said the father worketh in me paul says colossians one twenty nine striving according to his working which worketh in me mightily i strive because god is working in me dear friends the church of christ has a great work to do in the world we have hardly touched the world what machinery and what little result we are accustomed to thinking of the work we have to do think of eight hundred millions of heathen who have never heard of christ and of the millions of nominal christians who have nothing but the form of religion without the power and the tens of millions who are in the church who may be god's own people yet how worldly how full of sin and none can do this work but the living christ he can do it and will do it but how if the holy spirit reveals christ within me my heart will be strengthened and i will learn to love souls more and care for them and speak to them in the power of christ do not think that is impossible when a man speaks in the power of christ there will be fruit how can i have this power of christ working in me how can i preach a sermon tomorrow visit some unconverted man or how can i always allow the power of christ to work through me listen i must be filled with the spirit of god then christ can work with me you long for power for service jesus christ is the wisdom and power of god get linked to him by faith that sees and knows from moment to moment his power will work in you as the leather band brings power from the great steam engine from moment to moment the holy spirit will keep your heart waiting and trusting in the presence and power of christ which will be revealed and it will not be you that works but christ working in you be filled with the spirit as i said some days ago we take up next week studies on the person of jesus christ and this is our concluding address in regard to the work of the holy spirit shall we gather up in one or two thoughts all dear friends let us bow very low and very humbly in the thought that the great spirit of god is waiting to get complete possession oh the mystery oh the blessing the great spirit of god is waiting to get full possession and i cannot force him i cannot grasp him but i can lie down at the foot of my god and say father fill me with thy spirit oh give up yourself in emptiness in surrender as jesus gave himself unto death and the grave and remember that god raised him to the throne of glory and gave him the holy spirit to give to us sink down into your nothingness and helplessness in the grave of jesus and god will lift you up and fill you with the holy spirit often he has done it let us then cultivate an intense longing after righteousness let us fall down very low and humble ourselves before god 
never mind if there are difficult questions there is god's promise god's gift and god's power wait upon god and he will give you the filling of the holy ghost lastly believe 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 with a desperate faith i am convinced god means me to be filled with the holy spirit say it trust god for it trust god for it sink low down first with your whole heart and look to god and he will fill you may it be the blessed experience of every one let us bow in prayer end of chapter nine